Thanks for listening to the Revival Today podcast with evangelist Adala Shuttlesworth. To stay connected, check us out on Facebook and Instagram or online at revivaltoday.com. Now, here's Evangelist Adalis. So anyway, as I um, uncomfortably chew through this, through these gumballs, um, I think it's imperative to talk about this topic because um, I guess people don't do it, right? Would that be the, the case? I, I'm just wondering... Um, yeah, I'm just wondering your take on it because, because um, you know, mm. yeah, we, yes, we should be praying for our spouses. Yeah. But yeah. is there like a, is something in particular? Like, I like to pray that, um, you know, clearly God would protect my husband. I do that. And I also pray that he gives him unmerited favor favor mm-hmm. favor with god and with men that's good i also like to pray over abel that you know i say things like god i wish he would see it my way you know those kinds of things like no i don't think that's like god a move on one. him for him you know i really need that thing you know what i'm saying like god just let him you know see it my way you know is that wrong yeah i mean no i mean whatever you know just Casting your cares on him, for he cares for you. He cares for every aspect of your life, huh? So, um, anywho, we're going to go to Ephesians. You know I was going there, guys. I didn't. Oh. Okay. We're going. Can I have a piece of that paper so I can spit this gum out? Even though I really don't want to. I just want to thank Venice from Connecticut. Um, she hooked it up with a fresh batch of Cracker Barrel gumballs. Today's sponsor is um, this lovely lady, Venice Nelson from Windsor, Connecticut. She hooked it up with this. She sent that to you? She did, along with the hand-sewn blankets. She done Stitch Jr. to beautiful Amazing blankets. Wow. That was a big old honking piece of gum. So anyway, uh, so let's just jump right into it. Thank you, Venice. Again, the blankets are beautiful and the gumballs taste so fresh and so clean. Um, so anyway, how to pray for your unsaved spouse. Let's start there. This is going to be interesting. It's not going to be interesting. It's going to be easy. Um, this just doesn't apply to your unsaved spouse. This applies to your unsaved loved ones as well. And um, we've discussed this um, in our devotional. We've discussed this in previous recordings. And Ephesians 1.3 says, All praise to God the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who's blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms, because we are united with Christ. Even before he made the world, God loved us, and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. 
So we praise God for the glorious grace he's poured out on us who belong to his dear son. He's so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with the blood of his son and forgave our sins. He has showered his kindness on us along with all wisdom and understanding. God has now revealed to us his mysterious will regarding Christ, which is to fulfill his own plan. And this is the plan. At the right time, he will bring everything together under the authority of Christ, everything in heaven and on earth. Furthermore, because we are united in Christ, we have received an inheritance from God, for he chose us in advance and he makes everything work out according to his plan. God's purpose was that we Jews who were the first to trust in Christ would bring praise and glory to God. And now you Gentiles have also heard the truth, the good news that God saves you. And when you believed in Christ, he identified you as his own by giving you the Holy Spirit whom he promised long ago. The Spirit is God's guarantee that he will give us the inheritance he promised and that he has purchased us to be his own people. He did this so that we would praise and glorify him. Why did I read all that? Uh, first and foremost, to encourage you along the way, to let you know that uh, all of the, 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 the things that you're desiring to seeing loved ones saved they're not something that is something uh, that that you're kind of like um, conjuring up within your own self, and it's like a selfish thing. It's something that God wants to establish. He wants to do that. Those desires are godly desires. So I want you to understand that uh, the Spirit is God's guarantee that He will give us the inheritance that He promised, and that He purchased us to be His own people, to walk in that dominion to declare a thing that is not as though it is. And so when we begin to understand that, and this is for, I, I know I had received somebody on, on Facebook in regards to praying for your unsaved spouse. You really have to understand there's authority that God has given you. He's delegated to you. And we've been talking about it all week that you can begin to pray for things and see the manifestation of it. Yeah. You can see the change happening around you. And so this is where we want to get to Ephesians 1.15. Paul's prayer for spiritual wisdom. This to me, and I've seen it um, be effective in my own life with my own family. Obviously, I didn't need to pray for a spouse that was a, a believer. Um, but, you know, people get saved later in life and, and they're, you, they're already married. So this will greatly benefit you um, in praying for any unsafe person, any, any unsafe person in your life that you love, coworker, um, mom, dad, husband, wife, child, begin to pray these things over them. Now, I'm reading it to you just as uh, plainly, but then I'm going to take you through how to pray for your spouse, unsafe spouse. Ever since I heard of your strong faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for God's people everywhere, I haven't stopped thanking God for you. I pray for you constantly. Asking God, the glorious Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, to give you spiritual wisdom and insight so that you might grow in knowledge of God, in your knowledge of God. I pray that your hearts will be flooded with light so that you can understand the confident hope he has given to those he has called, his holy people who are his rich and glorious inheritance. I also pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe him. This is the same mighty power that 
raised Christ from the dead and seated him in the place of honor at God's right hand in the heavenly realms. Now he is far above any ruler or authority or power or leader or anything else, not only in this world, but also in the world to come. God has put all things under the authority of Christ and has made him head over all things for the benefit of the church and the church is his body. It is made full and complete by Christ who fills all things everywhere with himself. How to pray for your unsaved loved ones. First, we have a little bit of insight here in regards to how, how many times we should pray. Because some people believe, which I'm, I'm in, in this line myself, Alyssa, um, that if, in regards to your own petition, your own well-being, your own healing, things that have been afforded to you through the word of God that the Bible says as, as salvation um, or, or with salvation is accessible to you, you don't need to keep praying about the same thing over and over again. Right. You just do it once in faith mm-hmm. and, and believe that you receive and that's it. Mm-hmm. I believe that I received my healing. I believe that I received my prosperity. Thank you, Father. And so, so it's like, it's like that Mark 11, right? It's like you have to, uh, speak to that mountain, but you really have to believe and do not doubt. Like, receive it before you even pray about it. It's like, it's already mine. I'm praying this to just make this, uh, like to speak it forth. But this already belongs to me according to the word. According to, uh, uh, you know, Isaiah 53, according to Psalm 91, according to whatever scripture that you're holding on to. And he said that there was this, um, this one time where they were, they, him and his wife were in a car accident and it was like a very violent car accident. And, um, he said that as the car accident was happening, mm -hmm, Uh as the car accident was happening, Mm, she yelled out, Jesus, 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 Jesus. And he went, shh, the first time was enough. Oh, oh, he don't shut her up. I bet she was like, okay, okay, I see you. And so he basically, it was just to say, like, he hears you the first time. Uh-huh. Anything other than that's done in, in unbelief or in doubt. You're right. When it comes to your covenant with God. When it comes to thing, things, promises that God has already given you. He's already like done, Like the Holy right? Spirit. Mm-hmm. So some people be praying for the Holy Spirit. I need, I want the Holy Spirit. Just fill me now. Fill me. I I believe I received. I believe I received. And it's like, no, you, you don't get it. Mm -hmm. It's like, that's a free gift. He's saying, this is a gift for you. Just take it. And it's received by faith. Just receive it. And you receive it by faith. Like your salvation is received by faith. It's the same. All these elements are, they must be received by faith. Yes. And all you have to do is take it by faith, Mm -hmm. receive it and, and declare it. To be done over your life. Yeah. And by faith, I believe open up your mouth. I receive my, my financial breakthrough. I believe I received my healing. Mm-hmm. So from this moment forward, I'm not praying about it anymore. I believe I received it the first time. So I thank you for it. I'm not going to continue to pray and beat a dead horse over it. I already believed it the first time I got it. Mm-hmm. So why do I keep praying it if, if, if that's not, you know, a prayer, prayer in doubt? Right. Oh, yeah. What do I, I, he's not... An idiot. Mm-hmm. I, I can just tell him one time and he listens to me. In fact, he likens repetitive prayer to heathens. That's what the heathens do. Mm-hmm. You don't want to pray like that. 
with just their vain beads. repetitions. Yes. So. Um, but when it comes to salvation, when it comes to somebody that is not under the umbrella of grace and or protection covenant. or covenant, um, has never declared Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of your life, this gives us insight as to how to pray for them. And it says in Ephesians 1, 16, I haven't stopped thanking God for you. I pray for you constantly. So this is a, a little insight as to uh, how to pray for your unsaved loved ones. Because it has to be a continual, constant prayer. Mm-hmm. Why do I say that? In regards to this um, scripture, uh, you're going to provoke the hand of God to come through for you mm-hmm. so that revelation is revealed to a person that's totally detached from him. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so in order for that to happen effectively, um, because he hasn't created us as robots, it's not going to take the first time if they're in, engaged in sin, which usually a sinner sins, right? So right. they are. So whether it comes to maybe have living a sexually immoral life, and we're talking about your children in this aspect, and they have multiple sexual partners, you praying this prayer over them daily is, is required because they can adamantly or they can daily go against the declaration of what you're about to establish in the spirit. And so they can undo it simply by going out and living a life against or, you know, what the word of God says is sin. And so that's why covering them daily. So whether it's your spouse, your child, a coworker, a daily constant prayer to lift them up and break the power of sin. And, and this to me, um, was an element that when I got a hold of it, it like changed my life because I knew it was, it was very effective. I mean, and that's what intercessory prayer is. Yeah. Let me just read you the inner, the, the Webster's def- definition of intercessory. Go for it. Rather, intercession. The act of interceding, mediation, interposition between parties at variance with a view to reconciliation, prayer or solicitation to one party in favor of another. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's what intercessory That's real- prayer is. Exactly. That's really what you're supposed to be doing. I mean, that is what you're doing when you're interceding for somebody. Right. And you literally are. You're stepping in between them. Now, it's not you. That's what intercession is. Right. Intercession is not me. Right. It's that other person. You want that, that, that mediation between God and that other person. Right. And that's why it's but you, your, intercession your place needs to be there. done. That's why when you intercede, it's like there's like uh, there's that, that, that word, uh, that like intersection, right? Mm-hmm. It's like I, we, we're establishing this because I'm asking for mercy mm-hmm. for your life. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. So it's like this is going to happen because somebody took the stance to get in between that and to mend that. Exactly. And so um, the one of the first things you do to begin your prayer, a constant prayer, again, emphasizing that because you they can actively say things and go contrary to the word of God and the things that you have spoken and declared over their lives. Having this be a prayer continually is something that is 
required. Um, and then start with, I break the power of sin off of their life. Mm-hmm. That's how I start off. Any, any person that wants to get saved, I'll just immediately start praying that the, the power of sin would be broken off of their life because sin is a demonic power yeah. and it grabs hold of you and, and it, it controls you and it makes you do. There's so many people out there that they have such great hearts and they can't help but sin. Because it's a power. Right. And they don't know that they can't get out of it. And this is why I start that prayer off. Because then, in, in, in relations to this scripture, then it's like I break the power of sin off of their life. I break the power of sin and death over, you know, so-and-so's life, my husband's life. And then I'll, I'll begin to declare, starting off at verse 17 and then it says instead of every time it says you in the scriptures you make mention mark i don't know if that's your husband's name or a cousin's name i don't care i'm using this to help you uh pray okay so you say father i thank you for my husband mark i thank you father that today the power of sin and death is broken over their life and i also ask you father to give Mark spiritual wisdom and insight so that he might grow in your knowledge of God. See, because sin is a veil and that veil needs to be destroyed in order for people to see clearly. Right. So they need to be aware of what they're doing, that it's wrong. Mm-hmm. And that's a spiritual intervention. That doesn't just happen because, you know, common sense will tell you. Sometimes it does where it's like, oh, this is not really like a good idea. But when you're you're doing things that the world deems natural and it's it's okay with, there needs to be a supernatural intervention when it comes into the understanding that what I'm doing is sin and it's not good. Mm-hmm. Like all of a sudden you you there's just a realization of of who God is and and that this isn't good for me and that I'm going to hell. That's 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 a that's a spiritual thing that happens when someone comes to that realization that I am going to hell. I know that if I, uh, if Jesus Christ was to come back, I would miss it. I would miss the rapture or I would, I would stay back. Or if I died today, I would, I would be separated eternally from God. Yeah. That is a spiritual, like, you know, revelation. Right. It's an awakening. Birthed in the spirit. Mm-hmm. Only in the spirit could that something like that be done. So when you pray these things, that's what, oh, that's what you're invoking. Here's another so, one. Mark uh-huh. three. Did you have that on there? No. Read? No. Um, Jesus called them over and responded with an illustration. How can Satan cast out Satan? He asked, a kingdom divided by civil war will collapse. Similarly, a family splintered by feuding will fall apart. And if Satan is divided and fights against himself, how can he stand? He would never survive. Let me illustrate this further. Who is powerful enough to enter the house of a strong man and plunder his goods? Only someone even stronger. Someone who could tie him up and then plunder his house. I tell you the truth, all sin and blasphemy can be forgiven. But so basically, the whole point is there is the only way to strong arm, like that strong man of sin, strong man of iniquity, can only be uh, brought down by another strong man. And that's anybody who has Christ in them. Right. He's the stronger man. Sure. And so when even, even taking that, like adding that onto your prayer, when you're praying for these uh, Pacific Pacific, see, that's what happens when we joke around. It really comes into pray for these. 
<laughs> Yo. Go for it. So when you when you go to pray for someone, you you say I I curse that strong man. Yeah. That arm those people that are destiny destroyers over them. I curse every relationship that my son has with with mm-hmm. anybody that that is, you know, contriving to whatever it may be. Yes. And so you just uh and that's how you do that. That that's like that would be intercessory prayer. But just to add that little tidbit on there. Good tidbit there. And so it says, um, uh, on the heels of what we were saying, asking, uh, uh, f- fulfilling uh, or filling every you with the person's name in Ephesians 1, 1, 17 through when I feel like stopping. Um, asking God, the glorious Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, to give Mark spiritual wisdom and insight so that he might grow in your knowledge of, of, of God. I pray that your heart or that Mark's heart will be flooded mm-hmm. with light so that Mark can understand the confident hope he has given to those he called his holy people Amen. who are his rich and glorious inheritance. Again, Ephesians 1, 19 going on. I also pray that you will give Mark an understanding of the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believes him who or who believe him. This is the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead and seated him at the place of honor at God's right hand in the heavenly realms. Now he's seated to far. And so, so it just continues to do that. Um, so once you pray that prayer, uh, 16 to 18, Mark is getting saved tonight, 16 to 19. In fact, um, you speak that over, over their lives, Mm -hmm. open up the, their understanding to who you are. Open up that knowledge to who you are, how great your power is, how much you love them. Open their eyes to see those things. Oh, yes. When that is the, the most effective prayer. And I've seen it and it's come true for people that haven't gotten saved in, in 30 something years mm-hmm. because they were running away from it. I started praying and fasting for that, that person and declaring the word of God. I break every relationship. Like you were saying, it's not just this, but it's also every aspect that would try to hold them back. Father, thank you that you destroy every work of the enemy, every relationship that would pull them back to a lifestyle of sin. I curse it now in the name of Jesus. May they drop dead. I curse uh, everything yeah I, I curse everything that would uh uh get in the way from them and salvation yes in jesus name mm-hmm. and a, a daily prayer yeah daily constant so ephesians 1 that would be for your unsaved loved ones so declaring uh that uh you know god opens the eyes of their understanding their spiritual eyes to see what it is that they're doing is wrong and it's it's a reality Mm -hmm. there's been so many testimonies where people have just gotten like saved just because there was an awareness of what they were doing all of a sudden it was like what i'm not uh, this isn't right and it was like they've been doing it for 15 years and all of a sudden there's an awareness that i am going to hell Yeah, I I think that there's a a little bit of a disconnect. I feel like everybody wants their spouse or their children to act right. You know, when it's a salvation is a spiritual thing. So it has to be dealt with spiritually. Right. So instead of, you know, being like, well, I just hope that they get through high school uh, and and graduate. Right. Then, you know, your prayer should be in the supernatural. Let let the the veil be like torn, you know. And and most of dreams. Most of the problems. We release dreams. 
tormenting yeah, dreams. Tormenting I mean, dreams. I don't I've know whatever that. it may be. It's like get them up at the night, Father. I I've prayed for some people mm-hmm. that Jesus Christ Himself would show up mm-hmm. in that that person's behalf mm-hmm. in the nighttime and just scare the poo out of them. Just scare them straight. Fact. If you if you could do it to Saul and he became Paul, mm-hmm. one of my favorite people in the Bible. Mm-hmm. You could do it for somebody else. You're darn right. So, um, you know, having that and then understanding also, you're not praying against behaviors. Because this is not something like, you know, you might say he needs to be nicer. He doesn't treat me well. When when he if he's not saved, that's the underlying factor. So you're not praying against sin. Right. You're not praying against his alcoholism. You're praying for him to get saved. Right. Because it's, it's not what's outside that defiles a person's heart. It's what's inside. Right. And so that's what people don't get. That's just a manifestation of something that's rotted on the inside. So the remedy is first to begin on the inside. Let me add this. You know, also be aware of the work that God can do, the supernatural work. It's easy to make a judgment call based on what you see on the outside, based on what they're... they're how they behave like you were saying yeah but then there's like the greater truth which is what what are the seeds that are inside of that person that god's gonna use them for like what so because a lot of times we see this we see the husband gets radical on save saved and then it challenges that other person like you need to relax you're embarrassing me in public totally you're totally so radical you're so this that and the other and realize that, okay, it might not be what you perceive to be like excellent, good, whatever. But realize that eventually that's going to turn into something really great. Mm. And don't stifle that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and also, if he's been a heathen or, or your child or whoever that you're believing for, for like 40 years, people think like it's going to take 40 years of prayer to get them out of that. When in reality, all it takes is one moment mm-hmm. for God to turn a life around. You better believe it. One moment. That's it. So don't, you know, even when you go to pray for somebody, don't think that this is too hard of a case. You know what I mean? It's like they make up their minds even before they pray that this is something that just gonna, they're going to pray for 50 years. You can believe right now that he turns everything around and that he just gets a nightmare right. or he gets that reality check and say, I'm, I'm lost. I need your help. I need to know it. what you know. Yes, correct. And it takes one moment. So that's it. it. You know, it, it, it's and when it no happens, hard, hard scenario. He's an addict. He's been an addict, heroin addict for 15 years. Nobody just gets out of that. Mm-hmm. It's because that's what people has, have been saying. Mm-hmm. I've seen lots of heroin addicts like fully delivered, bounce up and never have a taste for that thing in their mouth again. Exactly. Yes. So that's how you would pray for an unsaved loved one. And then as for your spouse, I think it's really catered to an individual. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm not praying that, um, for Jonathan to, you know, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to think like something that would be like, you would pray for your spouse the way that you would pray for yourself. Yeah. You want all of the same things for that person. Mm -hmm. Do you not? So I, I, you know, God enlarge him, like enlarge his territory, you know, like God, make him a great uh, voice, make him the greatest construction company this side of the Mississippi, you mm-hmm. know, like those kinds of things where it's yeah. like, I just want the best for him. And that's the way I pray. I pray to, in accordance to that. And it is catered to what they do. If it's ministry, you pray for the ministry. You mm-hmm. pray for him. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, health. 
I always, I always ask the Lord, I, you know, Father, every, every meddling issue, every, uh, you know, attack over my husband's body, I curse it now. Father, give him health, anoint his body, give him grace to sustain him throughout his travel because no one can do, I mean, p- except for Pastor Rodney, he's like on another level. But when it comes to traveling and all that kind of stuff, it takes a toll on your body. And, and I pray against those things for my husband. I, that's his profession. He travels full time. So I say, God, give him grace, give him mercy, give him favor with you and with man everywhere he goes. Let him get the best seats. Let him get the best hotels. Let him, uh, you know, be blessed. Let him have, let this trip be easy. Let there be no turbulence in the airplane. Let it be something that's, uh, pleasant. Let his, you know, his, his, uh, energy be, maxed out you know what i mean uh, you know and then when it comes to um temptation father whatever temptation whatever you know whatever demonic attack because you know these good girls uh are the, the, they, they out there okay they out there it's all right they're out there yes so, they are <laughs> um especially when i'm not traveling i cover i cover my husband every temptation every foul demonic attack uh that would be uh, you know, out for my husband. I curse it. Mm-hmm. I condemn it. I frustrate the plan of the devil over his life in well, Jesus name. Well. Uh, make him a blessing. Let him walk in supernatural health. That's going to help somebody anoint him. That's going to help somebody. The, yeah. I'm going to tell you why, because there's, I think there's too many people that just walk around and be like, well, you know, um, my husband is, is yes. He's just going to go out to lunch with his secretary. <laughs> No, no, no. I'm tell you what. We ain't about that life. I'm going to tell you what. Wisdom. I pray for wisdom, wisdom and yes, understanding. Ma'am. Supernatural. God, make him wise beyond his years even now. That's not something that I just pray for Camila. It's, it's you know, it's getting him to be the best evangelist. Uh, be because I see all it. that you can be in the, the ministry. ministry. Um, <laughs> that's good. So that's how I would, I would, uh, I would I would approach that. Yes. If if there's temptation, cover the temptation aspect. If there's uh, friends that, you know, are trouble father, uh, he's the head of the household. I would like for you to speak to him and let him know this relationship needs to be severed. I don't have I don't have a good feeling about you don't have to nag about it. You just take it to the Lord in prayer. Mm -hmm. So many people are nagging to their spouse about things that they want rectified when you could just spend that time in prayer. And say, Lord, he's the head of the household. You speak to him. You do something. As I burp. You do something that's going to uh, 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 awaken his senses to the fact that this is not a healthy situation. Yeah. That this isn't, like, beneficial to, to our family or whatever. You know? So it's just positioning yourself to whatever, whatever need uh, you see in that relationship to speak it forth. For your future spouse. This is something that you can just go crazy about. Oh, I mean, yes. you, you just declare the goodness of God. Father, keep him safe. Give him wisdom. Father, let him uh, let every bit of temptation, every relationship that would try to lead him astray, that would try to get him to go, go off the course that you've planned for him, Father, I curse it now in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I pray for his protection. I pray for his well-being. Establish him as the home or as the, the man of our home yes. in the mighty name of Jesus. Protect him 
send your angels to encamp about him wherever he make goes. Make him the lender and never the borrower. Mm-hmm. Make him wealthy. Above and never beneath. Make him wealthy, Lord. Make him so incredibly yeah, You better. Uh, you ought to cover him that. Yes. Incredibly uh, you know, make them strong every mm-hmm. day. Every bout of a sickness and disease, I curse it. We frustrate the attack of the devil even now in Jesus' name. And you might not even know who this person is. Mm-hmm. You you pray for them like like you would you right like oh, in yes. your future. I want I want to see this happen. This is what I want my spouse to be. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so praying in regards to that is is is. Um, it key. will be beneficial. It'll be Fact, key. Yes, and this uh, on the and the same length with your children, mm-hmm. Father. I thank you. I don't know how many children you'll give me, or or declare how many ki- kids you you want, Father. I thank you for the four children that you're gonna give me. Yeah. B- like bless them even before. They're a twinkle in my eye. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you that you've purposed and positioned for them to become great. Thank you, Lord, that they are will be mighty, that they will have impact on this generation. Praying in regards to what the scripture has to say. See, it's not just about praying what you feel is right or what you what your opinions are. The most effective prayers come from finding the word of God and and speaking it out in regards to what it is that you want to see done. So make them the lender and never the borrower. Make them the head and never the tail. Mm-hmm. I thank you, Father, that you will you will make my seed mighty yeah. on the earth. Yes. Thank you that they will, their, their backs will never touch a hospital bed yes. unless it's to push out my grandbabies. Can I tell you Jesus what I, I pray for, too? I pray let them be a voice for the nations. Mm. I pray let them be a supernatural um, legacy. They're, they will not go through what teenage adolescent mood swings. Mm. Those things are, they will live, rise above that. Yes. Um, adolescent acne. No, I mean, I get Pacific up in oh here too. Yes, I do. And I just, right. I make, I make them a sign and a wonder. Mm. Mm-hmm. Let them have a, their own spiritual relationship with you at a young and early age. Let them fall in love with you early yeah. on. I pray for wisdom beyond years, mm-hmm. spiritual discernment mm-hmm. beyond years. Mm-hmm. I pray for um, make, to, to make them head and shoulders above the rest mm-hmm. because I, I see it with David's son. He was head and shoulder. The Bible says something like he was head and shoulders above, like good looking and uh, just a standout, mm-hmm. you know, make him a star that shines brighter and brighter until the perfect day. Like all of these things, once you get a hold of the word of God, begin to write those things down in accordance to what you want to see through your family. Oh, yeah. Through your husband, yes. through your friendships or whatever. And just speak it over. And and also be pretty constant about it. Yeah. Declare what you want to uh, the, what you want to see. Um, you know, for me, uh, for Camila, I prayed uh, to make her a standout, to make her a preacher of the word of God. Camila is assistant to the priest. Mm-hmm. That's why we, I, I, when I found that out, I was like, that's what I want for my children to be. I want them to be a co-laborer with us in Christ. Mm-hmm. I want them to come on board with this ministry. This isn't going to be just Adolis Shuttlesworth and Jonathan Shuttlesworth ministry. It's called Revival Today right. so that you can run with the vision. Yes. And, and it doesn't matter who you are. And I want my children to be a part of that. I want them to be in ministry. I think it's important. That's a legacy that I want to leave. It's important for me. Not everybody wants their children in ministry and they're active in ministry. That's fine. It's whatever you want um, and whatever you've declared over your life. Yep. So uh, pray and be specific. Be specific. Be specific. specific. And that's it. I hope this has somehow um, encouraged you and has uh, challenged you to pray 
seek God. I mean, it all begins with prayer. You ought to start now. That's right. Okay, you ought to start now. And and uh, Merari says, I also pray for my girl's future husbands. Yes. I was getting prayed for, I believe. Judy says even that. Even when I was born. Judy says that. She she, she said that she would pray for their future spouses. So mm-hmm. she was praying for Steve and I while we were yet a twinkle in our parents' eyes. A twinkle in the daddy's eyes. But whatever. Um, and, 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 uh, you know, Steve Giswaldi's was in, in, in diapers. So there was somebody praying for Can you refresh the comments, this to happen. So yeah, pray for your children's spouses. I, I pray over that for Camila too. Yeah. That he'd be strong, that he would love the Lord. So, um, I hope that helps for everybody watching. We love you and we will be back. No, I won't. Am I going to be back tomorrow? Oh, I might be back tomorrow. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll be back tomorrow. Maybe, maybe. Maybe. But Jonathan's going to be home. Yes, that's right. I'm, I'm picking him up. Yes, I'm picking him up at 4.30. And um, we're going to just hug it out. Aww. I know. So uh, don't forget to register for Radiance Conference. It's uh, revivaltoday.com forward slash radiance. It's uh, April 22nd through the 26th. And, um, don't forget, we are still, we still actually for this podcast, um, it is what, what day is it today? April what? 11th? Really? I did the wrong devotional today. Oops. I wrote, I I read April 8th instead of the 11th, uh, April 11th. Uh, we are also offering a Easter basket with a whole bunch of goodies, uh, for, your awesome donation of a thousand dollars or more. We're adding to this books. Books too. There's a mug. There's a, like facial things. There's soap. This is a cute little thing that we just put together. Rose. So if you're giving outside oil, of, can I just go through this, this real quickly for you? Ooh yes, yeah. Rose hip oil. Um, that's that's made available to you today. Yeah. And then, can I get my screen, please, so we can show this. Your what? screen? Oh, no, my, my camera. Tight oh, shot. Oh. Um, then Castabelle Porto f- fragrance soap. This is enriched with goat's milk. Rose hip vitamin C facial oil. What else is in these goodies? We have some chocolates. A delicious little, uh, you know, beeswax candle. How about this little mug? A little bunny. Filled with chocolates. Then we have hydrating face mask. Macaron. Macaron. By the way, I got the lady um, at La... Not La Banqui, what, where La Gourmandine. La Gourmandine. To say macaron in, in French. And she's like, yes, macaron. Macaron. So uh, just... Letting you know it's not a macaroon. And then, of course, some some very spring-like um, kitchen towels and whatnot. So add and to then, that of course, is also going to be is a the book. trilogy of the, of the Mighty Series so, so far. So. Yes. So uh, it's not really a trilogy because this is a... It's not, but, you know. A go. coloring book, but anyway. Uh, the, if you feel to donate, go and do so at revivaltoday.com forward slash give. Or uh, partner with this ministry, huh? Revival Today. Making great impact, huh? 
all around the world. Making a great impact. Uh, I love you, and I will see you tomorrow. God bless. Peace. Deuces. Bon voyage. Hey, this is Jonathan Shuttlesworth. I want to thank you for listening to my podcast, or if you're listening to my wife's. Thank you on her behalf. If you want to be more than just a casual listener and stand with us as we take the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ to our generation, go to RevivalToday.com and click Give Now and be a part of the 1,000 monthly partners that we're believing for. I have a special gift that I'll send to you today, and I'll say thank you in advance. Until next time, thanks for listening. See you later.